diversity and inclusion in the tech industry. I'm Tanya Hall and joining me is Corey Pauling, Chief Inclusion and Diversity Officer and Head of Corporate Social Responsibility at TIAA. Welcome, Corey. Thank you. So what is TIAA known for? TIAA is a 102-year-old financial services company uh, grounded in a really strong mission, values-based organization, originally focused on the well-being, the financial wellness of educators. Uh, since that time, over the last 100 years, under great leaders, including Roger Ferguson, our current CEO, uh, we've really expanded uh, the breadth and scope of what we do. And now we operate on a global scale, a very diversified organization providing a range of products and services. In my role, I'm glad to say that one of the areas in which we lead is in the inclusion and diversity space. We've made great strides there and see ourselves as, as progressive thought leaders. How should technology organizations define inclusion? Inclusion is part of a continuum. Uh, typically, you hear organizations talk about diversity and inclusion. At TIAA, we, we go with inclusion and diversity. And this year, we have been focusing even more on the concept of belonging. Um, diversity is that mix that you attempt to bring into your organization through various forms of outreach, internship programs, career fairs, branding. You're trying to get in your organization the diversity that you believe will help propel uh, your competitive ad advantage. Uh, inclusion is what you do with that mix of individuals once you have a strong diversity strategy, once they're in your organization, how do you give them that voice, that authentic voice to be able to speak up and share great ideas? Belonging is beyond both of those. And it's a space where there's more of an emotional connection with the organization where people feel that they have a space and a place where they want to be for the long term. They're willing to go the extra mile. They're willing to be ambassadors. And so we've really been operating in that space this year uh, through the mighty twists and turns of 2020. Mighty twists and turns, I think that's an understatement. So- Indeed, <laughs> indeed. Do you have an index uh, that you use to measure inclusion? And do you tie in leadership effectiveness to that? Absolutely, you have to measure. Uh, inclusion and diversity uh, requires an analytics mindset. I like to say that while it certainly is values-based and as an organization, it is a core part of our values, in order to really set priority and to bring people along, one really has to do it in a way that is based on analytics and measurement. We launched last year our inclusion index. We were one of the first organizations to do that, where we established a baseline for our leaders to be measured comparatively on how they're showing up inclusively for their teams every day. And we did that according to a rubric, uh, a survey-based rubric, and provided resources uh, for leaders to really dig deeper on their areas of opportunity. And we're going to increase accountability for uh, the results of our inclusion index measurement uh, over the years to come. We're really excited about the message that it sends both to leaders and to associates in our organization uh, to understand that we really do see it as a critical leadership skill set. We've been talking about inclusion at, at, at great depths for at least the last five years uh, in the tech industry. How, how have we seen the tech industry make progress in that time? 
Yeah, slowly is the answer. Uh, the tech industry is, is indeed one of our most global areas uh, when, within most organizations. And it's a space where opportunities with regard to female talent uh, remain. Uh, very authentically, candidly, most organizations uh, need to do more. And at TIAA, recognizing that for ourselves uh, and within our industry, we have uh, employed a number of initiatives that are focused on really uh, capitalizing on the talent that we know exists. And we do that in a number of ways. Uh, we have a number of inclusion-related programs that are focused on leveraging and identifying um, top talent for sponsorship. Uh, we have a mobility council within our organization that is, is looking at how do we leverage the talent that we already have to make sure that people are getting exposure to other areas uh, that may not be aligned to their core skill set, but allowing those stretch opportunities where we can see talent grow. Um, we're also seeing through our BRGs, our business resource groups, and in particular, our uh, business resource group that is focused on our women employees and their allies, uh, which is our largest BRG, uh, we're seeing uh, great evidence of, of those organizations being places where uh, our colleagues come to grow as leaders. Uh, we're seeing higher promotion uh, rates. And uh, again, uh, we're seeing great participation. Over half of the women in our workforce are members of our BRGs. Um, and right now, about 35% of our organization uh, is a member of one of our nine BRGs. Something you mentioned, the challenges of 2020. One of those things is we can't really go to these networking events. We can't go to uh, technology events to try to shake hands and meet people. What are some non-traditional, maybe out of the box thinking, recruiting channels where tech organizations can find otherwise maybe even hidden talent? You know, it's interesting. Uh, 2020 has indeed been the year that no one expected. Uh, that's without question. But what it's done is also made individuals really think creativity, cre creatively about how to connect. Um, and in some respects, Zoom World um, enables uh, people to, to connect more readily than they would if they had to fly across the country or even across the ocean to go to a conference or, or get to uh, some sort of round table. Um, so we're seeing our ability to really connect more efficiently uh, be a space where we're seeing real results. Um, so in the tech space, for example, um, we continue to uh, see efforts to focus on uh, group mentoring. Um, and I'd like to see that grow into more of a focus on sponsorship, really intentional sponsorship. What we do through our group mentoring program within our IT space is we have IT leaders who are working with uh, some of our top female talent uh, in, in small groups where they have the opportunity to do stretch assignments, uh, get exposure that they may not otherwise get, so that in the process of, of doing that work and deepening their skill set, showing what they can do, um, they're actually building uh, sponsorship relationships where folks who can influence the next opportunity would be able to advocate for them in conversations or for roles that they may not even know exist. So we're really excited about um, really creating these spaces that are achievable through a virtual environment um, if you're really dedicated and creative in how you go about doing so. 
Corey Pauling, Chief Inclusion and Diversity Officer and Head of Corporate Social Responsibility at TIAA. If somebody wants to maybe find out more about the thought leadership behind these initiatives, or maybe they want to connect with you personally, Corey, how can they do that? Sure. Check us out on our internet page for sure. Um, also available on LinkedIn. Um, we are pretty active in the social media space. Really proud to share about our Be the Change initiative, which was our platform for responding to the call for racial justice in a really unprecedented way in this country. And so you'll see a lot of thought leadership about some pretty compelling new directions where we're giving voice in a really authentic way. And we're seeing the results of that within our organization and, with, and with the, within the communities where we work and live. So I really appreciate the opportunity and look forward to further connecting. Absolutely, Corey. And thanks for sharing your insights on an ever-growing challenge. You. Absolutely. And find more of my interviews right here or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching. Thank you.